Continuing though, this is service number five of seven. Tomorrow at noon, we kick it off again. Two preachers will be preaching. Dr. Scheel from BB Arkansas. Looking forward to his scholarly wisdom. We're going to hear from the Lord in his teaching and preaching tomorrow, whatever he feels led of the Lord. And then tomorrow after Dr. Scheel, we expect to get right into the word again with uh, which preacher's next? Brother Rao is going to be preaching after that, delivering us the word of God. And then tomorrow night for our concluding service of this conference, we'll have Brother Doug White and have a great time with Brother White. He's got a very heavy burden for the service tomorrow night. He keeps expressing to me, so don't miss it. We're going to be blessed. I know we will. We've been blessed here this evening. Let's not have any further delay. Brother Story, it was so good to meet you in, in Houston, Texas a few months ago. The circumstances weren't good, but the fellowship was. We had, my wife and I had gone to Houston to, to be at the funeral of Brother Jerome Bourne's grandson, uh, Brother Brian and Sister Doretha's little son, Dylan. And Brother Story did an outstanding job of emceeing a very difficult service, and he impressed me at that time. Elder Heyman, in the course of time following that, was able to make contact with him. And we put our heads together and thought Brother Story would be a good man to have come and preach at this conference this year. He's a pastor of a growing, thriving church in McLeod, Texas. Let's welcome Brother Story with a great big amen. Take your liberty in the Lord, Brother Story. We love you. Appreciate you being with us. morning they said the flight was asked delayed they said no canceled we were supposed to leg through Dallas we jumped in our car drove three hours to Dallas about a probably a four and a half hour drive if my wife had drove but she got good and prayed through for tonight's service our flight there was 2 o'clock. We got there at 6 minutes till 2. Missed that flight. But we finally got here. Praise God. And I'm excited about being here. And be with Brother Spale, our friend we love. Brother Pixler. Which one of you is Ray Charles? It's good to see you. Many moons have passed. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse number 3. For many years we have heard of the Hamans. This year our paths got to cross and meet them. I was in Oklahoma preaching a camp meeting, and the pastor there had a book by Elder Haman. I began to read that book, and um, if you haven't got his book, you ought to buy it. There's more wisdom in that book than a lot of folks could learn in two years of Bible school, maybe three or four or five. You may be able to learn theology, but if you don't get no horse sense with it, won't do you no good. Hallelujah. Brother Spell, nobody told you to quit. You've been playing that thing saying you will tell you when to quit. You just play a while if you don't mind. <laughs> Hallelujah. We may want you to sing again if this don't go good. Second Corinthians 11 verse 3, but I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Paul began to write to us and he said he had a fear. And he said, I know that the serpent, Satan, has 
bewitched, brought despair and discouragement. He said, but my greatest fear is not the devil. It's that your minds would be corrupted from the simplicity of Christ. I would have to relate to my Texas brother. I have felt that what of a burden to be in the service tonight. And I pray when the lights are turned and the dust is all settled and the doors are locked, that Jesus will have met with us. I want to, by the help of God tonight, preach from this subject. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Could we just lift our hands to heaven and ask God to have his mighty way? Jesus, we are your servant. We cannot, have not, nor will not be able to do anything without your touch. But we ask you humbly now to bring a coal from the altars of heaven. Place them upon our lips. God, to our brothers and sisters in this house today, I pray that you would minister the power of the Holy Ghost. God, we will, we will give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, could we just thank him? It's going to happen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. You can be seated, and it is an honor to be here. I can remember some 35, 37 years ago now, watching my dad as he cut a hole into the side of what I thought was a rather large hole. But going back after being grown, that 600, 700-foot house we lived in is not quite so big now. But his dad cut the hole into the side of that wall, and he slid the first refrigerated air conditioner that we ever had. Boy, that was a night in heaven. Hallelujah. Brother C.D. Thornton told me if there's any problem in Denver, they won't run the air conditioner. Hallelujah. But I can remember that air conditioner, Dad, putting it in. I can remember him taking me to the first pizza hut in Arlington, Texas. I was about six years old. And Park Row in New York, I walked in some 35, 38 years and got that first pizza. I can still remember that. I can remember the first Pentecostal church in Arlington, Texas. Flat top guitar being played and upright bass. I can still remember Brother C.W. Shue when he would come and he would stand with those arms crossed and that booming voice. I can remember the trips to Fort Worth and him beating that drum with the devil's face. And... A lot of things have come and gone since that day into this day. And many of them, we must admit, are good. We have gone from slatback pews and have concrete floors and no air conditioning in our churches to where we are today. But I want to say that the church has come a long ways. But I wonder today if we're really where we need to be. From the brush arbors and the coal oil lamps, of yesterday to the tabernacles and the cathedrals with the chandeliers within which we have now. From the place to where Jesus was born in the stable, the first church known to man, unto this place here tonight, this beautiful edifice built to God, the leadership some 50 years given to Jesus. I find ourselves having sang from the songbooks but we no longer sing from those books. We have praise groups and we have mass choirs. We no longer have to do without the sound of a microphone, but we have good microphones, good systems today. We have good buildings. But I'm going to tell you today, it doesn't matter how big the church is. 
It doesn't matter how pretty the church is. What makes the church nice is the power of the Holy Ghost inside the church. You can build a cathedral. You can have the beautiful of trim. You can have all of the fine instruments. You can have the beautiful singing. But if you don't have the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you don't have anything today. I have watched and I have seen for many years now as we have pushed away from many things. And as I said, there are good things. I'm glad we have learned that education is not a bad thing. But I want to tell you today, you can know your homiletics and your humanetics. You can know all about your theology. You can know all about your four parts and a conclusion. But if you don't know Jesus Christ and him crucified in the power of the Holy Ghost, you don't know anything at all. I'm going to tell you tonight, it's just this simple. Amen. If we don't get back, I said if we don't get back to a renewing of the Holy Ghost and the power of the cross, we're going to lose our existence in this world. I'm sick and tired of being compared with the charismatic world. I am not a charismatic. I am an apostolic, Jesus' name, Holy Ghost, Saint of God. And if you will forgive me for saying and pull my coat if I need it. Amen. But I don't have anything to learn. Amen. From Brother T.D. Jakes. If anything, he could learn something from me. I'm tired of comparing myself. Amen. With men that do not know Jesus Christ as I know him and as I've seen him move. I don't want to talk about him in emotion. I want to know him in the power of the Holy Ghost. He said, we're in a day and an hour, and I fear, lest by any means of the serpent that beguiled Eve, amen, through his subtlety, it's going to come, amen, and get a hold of what? Your mind. Why? Because of the simplicity that is in Christ. There is nothing wrong. And forgive me today from my cast counting and redneck ways. Amen. And I can't come to the pulpit tonight as some, Dr. Shields. And I cannot pronounce the big words and the pretty phrases. And I'm not against the orators that come to our desk today. Amen. But I want to tell you something. Amen. Just because you can say pretty words and just because you can talk about God. I don't want to just talk about God. I want to know, do you know God? Have you met him in the power of the Holy Ghost? Amen. I, I, I can't say that I've preached the mass amen meetings of the day but I stand 42 years old and I have amen seen the dead get up three times I have seen the blind eyes open I have seen the deaf ears unstopped I have seen the lame walk amen as God touched and healed their body amen if you want to say God doesn't do it anymore you're wrong it's just that simple if we're going to have apostolic revival we're going to have to get back to a renewing amen of believing that Jesus Christ can do anything not some things anything hallelujah the charismatic world has learned what they've learned amen from us why because we laid it down amen we forgot the simplicity of it amen we wanted to make it pretty I'm going to tell you there's no such thing as pretty when you talk about an apostolic church amen it's a bloody situation the chastisement of our peace was upon him and he bore the stripes for our healing amen if you're going to know Jesus Christ there's no beauty nor comeliness to him Amen. But when you grasp hold of him, you can know that you have been with him. I told some boys at the church the other day, having had some good music directors and in the process of getting another, I said, boys, you can buy an atmosphere, but don't you ever get it in your mind that you can buy a revival. And that's where we're at today. We think we can buy a revival. You can't buy a revival. You may buy a swelling. You may buy an ingathering. You may buy some emotion. But I'm going to tell you this, what I'm talking about tonight was not bought. 
but corruptible thing such as silver and gold but it was bought by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ oh you hear me today as my Mississippi brother brother Tony Roberts wrote amen I tried wonderful I tried marvelous I tried incredibly so I've come to tell you these words will not do you can't describe Jesus Christ amen we need to quit amen using the pretty phrases we just need to get back to the simplicity of it amen have a Jehovah Jireh Yahweh I want to tell you what we need is an old fashioned revival of Jesus of Jesus of Jesus It's so simple to understand. How do you get a miracle? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The devils of hell know that there is but one God. And they fear and tremble. They know at the name of Jesus. They fear. They tremble. They shake. But we do everything but use that name. But we do it all in that name. We come to church. We dress in our glad rags. Hallelujah. Amen. We do it. Amen. We come in the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't want to know if you walked in here in the name of Jesus, but I'm telling you in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you're sick, you can walk out of here healed tonight. Amen. If you're backslid, you can walk it out of here restored. Amen. And if you've never known him in the power of the Holy Ghost, amen, you can be changed. Hey, I said you can be changed. Brother T.W. Barnes, some 90 years old now, Menden, Louisiana, he said something got a hold of him, Elder. He meant, and he picked pen to paper, and he wrote a letter to Billy Graham, and he wrote one to Old Roberts that's sick in his body. Amen. They've been talking about his sickness. And he said, Dear Mr. Roberts, my name is T.W. Barnes. Amen. I'm an apostolic Jesus name, a Holy Ghost preacher of truth. And I've come to write you a letter and to tell you that God would raise you up off of your sick bed if you would embrace truth and know him and the power of the Holy Ghost. And they said that Old Roberts got up off of his bed and began to dance around the room and say, God has sent me an answer. Where will it go? I don't know. But I'm going to tell you, it's just, just simple. Amen. It don't matter if you're old Roberts. It don't matter if you're T.D. Jakes. And it don't matter if you're Jeff Story. You've got to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and be filled with the Holy Ghost. When we get to where we feel like we no longer need to anoint with oil. We got ushers that can do it. I want to tell you, we old-fashioned in McLeod. A little dab won't do it sometimes. Sometimes some folks need a oil change. Maybe two or three quarts. I have been known to take the cap off. I have been known to just pour it on them and give them a baptizing. Amen. With all of all. Amen. Why? Amen. Because they needed something to get a hold of them. Amen. Everybody gathers around the front. Amen. As the man of God. Amen. Lisa, I don't want to cross nobody's theology. Amen. And if you're an usher, you do good ushering. Amen. And if you want to usher me out of here, you can. I get through preaching, but you ain't going to do right now. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, God didn't call the ushers. Amen. To anoint with God called the men of God. Amen. To anoint with all. And to pray the prayer of faith in the name of Jesus. I don't know where we've cut a lot of our theology. Amen. But we get to where we don't have to have that. Amen. That we don't have to worship God in the dance. Amen. That we don't have to clap our hands under the Lord. Amen. That we don't have to lift our voice with the voice of triumph. That we don't have to leap for joy anymore. And we don't have to run the aisles anymore. Something's wrong. It's just that simple. This is that. Spoken by the prophet Joel. Hallelujah. And Bill Gaither may be able to put his little videos together. And he may be able, amen, to bring them together. 
But I'm going to tell you something, friend. They ain't got that. They ain't got what Ray and Willie sang tonight. Oh, you hearing me? I'm telling you, this is that. Amen. And if we could get an understanding of that. Are you hearing me today at Mile High Conference? I don't know what you're used to around here, but I've come to tell you today. Amen. If we could get, amen, a glimpse of Jesus Christ, somebody could be healed tonight. Somebody could leave out of here baptized in the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, but tell me pretty words. Amen. Come and tell me. Amen. As the sun and the moon. Amen. Moves across the horizons. And the clouds of time began. Amen. To flow. Amen. And we see. Amen. As the angelic choir rises. Amen. From heaven's choir. Amen. And they stand at the balcony of heaven. And they begin to sing the glorious songs of heaven. Oh, it sounds pretty, but it's this simple. Paul said, I didn't come with enticing words of men wisdom but I came for a demonstration I didn't come to hear you talk pretty to me I came to have and to see a demonstration of the power of God I've got a 20 year old daughter married This past March, she's never given me a bit of trouble. But I can still remember when she was 16 months old. And we drove her to Fort Worth Children's Hospital. The doctors told us her platelet count was 8,000 and should have been 500,000. And they told us that leukemia was hovering in her body. I can still remember pastoring that little West Texas church. I'd got up on a Sunday night and I told the church, I don't care what it takes to have a move of the Holy Ghost. I'm willing to pay the price. And Elder, that's all that reverberated in my mind. It's me and my wife, my brother, driving us to the hospital. I turned to my wife, and I said, do you remember what I said Sunday night? She said, oh, I remember. And I said, I have not changed my mind. I got alone with God, and I said, God, if you take that baby, I said, I'll leave the graveyard, and I'm going to go somewhere, and I'm going to preach that you're a healer. I'm going to go somewhere where and proclaim you as the mighty God. Oh, those are big words. I want to tell you, we didn't know, but we watched God. I said, we not not with appeal. They never done anything. When we took her back, amen, a month later, for them to do the bone marrow transplant on her body, I, I, I demanded that they run another blood test. And now it was at, at like 180,000. And then we went back a few weeks later, and it was 250, and then 300. And she's still healthy today I want to it's just that symbol and if you think I'm going to prostitute this gospel and if you think I'm going to walk away from it amen it's just this symbol he's done so much for me I cannot tell it all I cannot tell it all brother Jerome brought or drove us from the airport today and I, I was asking, trying to find out. I said, now, uh, young, young brother Haman, he, what you, he's pastor. I said, now, what do y'all refer to, to elder brother? He said, well, we call him elder. They call him bishop. He said, the bottom, he's just a boss. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you, he made the say, he said, you know, he said, pastoring has got to be a hard job. I said, yes, sir. It's turned out to be that way. But I'm going to tell you something, friend. It's just as simple. Amen. We, we've had too many nansy pansy preachers in the pulpit. Amen. We've had too many guys that didn't have the guts to look folks in the face and tell them right from wrong. When I walked in pastor's office tonight, amen, they're on the desk it said, tell it like it is. I want to tell you today, amen, revival isn't over. Amen, revival's not coming. Revival is here. 
The days of miracles are not over. The days of miracles are not coming. The days of miracles are here. If we are going to be apostolic, then my godless act like we're apostolic. We talk about our holiness. That is hogwash. Our holiness, nobody wants to be holy. That, that's a joke nowadays. I don't want to paint my hair green and orange. I don't want to wear earrings everywhere besides my ears and don't even want to wear them there. And they want to talk to me about holiness is hard? You've hunted that dog long enough. It's just that simple. If we're going to be apostolic, then we ought to look like it. Oh, yeah, now tell us, how long should our dress be? And how short should the hair be on the men? Go ahead. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to tell you. If you're going to be apostolic and look like it, you ought to dress like it. You ought to have the garments of praise on. You ought to have the ephod of worship on. If you're going to be an apostolic, amen, you ought to put on the garments, amen, that believe in miracles. You ought to put on the garments of praise. He's done so much for me. I was preaching some time ago in Tyler, Texas. Tyler Tabernacle, Brother Littlefield. Young couple in the front of the church. I began to pray with them. The Spirit of the Lord began to move. The Spirit of prophecy moved. I said, there has been a strong desire for a child. And I said, God is going to heal the womb. And what the doctor has said could not be God's going to bring it to pass. About three months later, Brother Littlefield called me. You can call him 903-566-7767. Call him collect. He's rich. He's one of them UPC preachers. He got a lot of money. And he said, hey, he said, you remember that couple you prayed for at the church? I said, yes, sir. He said, um, what are you going to do if I tell you that she's got to, been to the doctor, got to go tomorrow, have a hysterectomy? I said, well, she's going to be the first woman ever had a baby without all that. <laughs> he sort of laughed. He said, they're going to have a child. Well, I guess it's been several years now. Because they had that one, they had another one. I preached over there, what, about four weeks ago. He come in and brought the third one in. She come in, she said, Brother Story. She said, that's enough. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to tell you something, it's just that simple. We got people on our pews that are sick that shouldn't be. I didn't come to preach against the doctor. I just came to tell you, amen, that I know a doctor that his name is Jesus, and he's still in the healing business. I didn't come to preach against the hospital. I did come to tell you, I, I was in the hospital some time ago. Amen. Heart condition wound up having to have two stents in my heart. But while I laid there before they transported me, amen, to do the heart cath, amen, I, I put my blue a little uh, jacket thing on my, what do you call it? No, not that crazy gown. That thing don't cover nothing. Robe. Thank you, wife. I'm glad my wife's here. Amen. Got my robe on, my blue pajamas. And they was having church on Sunday night at the tabernacle. And I couldn't say, God, I started walking up and down the hall. I walked in one place. I said, what's wrong with you? Here I'm sick. He said, he said, my blood pressure, it was sky high. He said, it won't go down. I said, can I pray for you? I said, in the name of Jesus. Brother, his blood pressure, they let him go the next morning. Amen. I, I won't I tell you, God, uh, heal you if you got your baby blue pajamas and robe on uh, or if you got your heart shot marks. Amen. If you just believe that he's able to do it, I've come to tell somebody he's able, he's able to do that exceedingly and abundantly above all that you ask or you think.
Brother White, you're going to have to clean this up tomorrow night. But I'm talking about apostolic. I, 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 and I, I'm a part of the United Pentecostal Church, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Amen. I, I, they some I ain't real proud of. Amen. Just like some, you know, in that apostolic, brethren, I know y'all ain't real proud of them either. Amen. But I'm, I do want to tell you this. I've got to the place that, that I'm almost ashamed to say Pentecostal. Amen. Because I am not. Amen. A third cousin to some folks, a second cousin. I even kin to some folks. Amen. I'm going to tell you that. I am apostolic from the core. Amen. And it is time. Amen. That some folks get renewed in the power of the Holy Ghost. It's time to seek God. Amen. Get on some folks. Lift your hands, brother. And it's time to seek God. Amen. Give somebody a lift your hands. Somebody said. Somebody said you ought not go around laying hands on folks. I got news for you. Bless God, there are hurting people here tonight. There are sick people here tonight. There are people that need to be delivered. And the only way they're going to get it is through an apostolic message. It's just that simple. God can do it. Simple. Simple. I got a man in my church. Tax man was doing his taxes and he didn't realize that the man was taking money and and he had trusted this man and giving full control and and he wound up getting a letter in the mail one day. He was behind on his of quarterly taxes and if he called the tax man and the tax man didn't answer the phone. Didn't think a lot about it. But he, he finally, he really, he was gone. He had took the money from him and others. And he, he Brother Tommy, went to the Internal Revenue. He said, look, I, I, I paid this. Here's, he said, no, sir, you didn't pay it. He took the money. You still owe us. And it went what was 80000 100000 was now 400 nearly 500 with penalties and interest. And I, I stood with him at the federal courthouse in Texarkana, Texas. And I sat down, amen, before that internal revenue devil of hell, amen, second cousin, amen, to hell, amen. And I looked at him and he said, I'm going to bring this man down. I said, no, sir, you're not going to do it. He said, I am going to do it. We walked out on the courthouse alone and tears streamed down the face of this brother that had given and lived for God and had been faithful amen to the things of God and he said brother story what am I going to do and I said I'll tell you what we're going to do we're going to pray right now we lifted our hands to heaven and I said God whatever you have to do to stop them I'm asking you to do it in the name of Jesus Christ amen you believe it however you want to but it's been five years now six amen when the United States government amen shut down that evening and was closed down for two days before they opened back up on the Monday you can think it was because they was out of money I'll always believe it's just this simple we prayed in the name of Jesus and when Monday rolled around the right papers had been filed and it moved it out of that man's office and God gave him a reprieve amen and it was brought about amen and everything was took I'm going to tell you today it's just that simple if your back's against the wall I'm going to present to you today a God that has not changed there's no variableness or changing in him he is the same he is the same yesterday today and forever Bro, what's people going to think? I want to tell you what they'll think. I wonder what they thought when Elijah stood out that day. Amen. They laughed and made fun. Amen. Where's the Lord God of Elijah? Amen. But they wasn't laughing too much when the fire started falling. Amen. When Azusa's street. Amen. They may have laughed, Elder, some 50 years ago. Amen. At the humble beginnings of when you came. Amen. And how you arrived. But they're not laughing today. 
Amen. You got corn in the crib. Amen. Oh, hell, it gets some more. I want to tell you, folks, some folks want to run. Some folks want to be scared. That kind of thing don't scare me. That don't intimidate me, and it don't intimidate the God that I serve. God is able to heal. God is able to feel. God is able to touch. It ought to be they roll their wheelchairs in and push them out. It ought to be they walk in with their crutches and carry their crutches out. It ought to be they come in blind and leave out seeing. It's just that simple. You know what's wrong? We don't have a passion for it. We're not hungry for it. It's not in here no more. It's up here. It's on our lips. It's in our hands. It's in our feet. But it ain't in our heart. It ain't in our gut. Brother Ray, I don't want it to be said that I preached a general conference. But I'd rather be able to say that I went to a home mission church. I went to a church running a hundred. And God healed the blind man. And God raised up a cripple out of a wheelchair. He said, oh, my greatest fear is the devil's going to corrupt your mind from the simplicity of this thing. It's not hard. He said, I made it. All you got to do is ask. And you shall receive. And I know that there are those with prophetic utterances and, and gifts of the Spirit that have abused. But now it's no longer we can ask and receive. We call it naming and claiming, blab it and grab it. They may name it and claim it and blab it and grab it, but I got news for you. There's still a real, genuine working of the Holy Ghost. There is still a God that can touch, that can work. All up and down these aisles are needs of men and women. Hallelujah. Even to this sister, I don't know you from Adam, but sister up out here, I can tell you this much. You've got a trail to an altar. I can see it. Amen. And there's like four boxes laying on an altar and you prayed over those boxes and God's going to reward you with those gifts. You prayed and prayed and prayed but God said he's fixing to open heaven on the prayers that you prayed and those that said it'll never be God said oh yes it will. We are serving a God amen that is not short amen with his arm. He's not blind with his eyes. He's not deaf with his ears. He can hear, he can see, he can know. He said they're making it so hard. Why is it? Brother Spell, I, 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 don't, I don't mean this degrading, Brother Pixler. I love y'all's talent. I love to hear you sing. I loved as God gives to you and your talents and your music. But we'll juke and jive with that. But oh, it's so hard, Brother Ballester, to be able to preach folks into a shout. It's so hard to be able to preach folks into dancing without a B3 organ, amen, humming in the background. It's hard, amen, to get a dance in our feet or a leap in our feet 
just off the word of God. God said, I, that, that's my greatest fear. He said, I took this which was so simple. Amen. I made it that all you had to do is come boldly before the throne of grace. Amen. And, and ask and bring your petition before me. And see if I'll not be your God. See if you're not my children and I'll be your God unto you. Oh, he said, I made it so easy. But the muddled world waters of time and face wings have been clipped by reason scissors so much. We've got fever today. Worse than Peter's wife's mother. We got blindness worse than Hylas Barnabas. But I want to tell you one thing about Barnabas. He never saw him. But he called out to him. He just heard he was coming. There's still a Barnabas out there that'll hear it. Everybody else saw him. Everybody else knew he was the one from Galilee. They saw him. Not one time did they call out to him. They never called his name. They never said Jesus the healer. They never said that's the one. I saw him open the blind. They never, no, but a blind man said, never, Jesus! How son of David. What? Just says something, I want to heal you. Woman pressing her way through the crowd. Just brush the hem of his crown. But Lord, there's many thrown. No, no, no. It's just this simple. Somebody with a passion in their heart. They still look at me in that elementary manner. A week ago Thursday night, I had given my discourse. I had preached and thought heaven had fallen. We had saw what we thought was a move of God some month ago. We started Children's Church on Thursday nights. And they gathered in that little room. They started with 14 and then 30. And we heard something at the end of church. Church was over now. And you could hear the rumbling. You could hear the hollering. You could hear the crying. And we eased back and cracked the door open on the children's chapel. And it was there. Amen. That little four and five and six-year-old children with stammering lips. And they had hold of each other. And they were praying. And God was filling them with the Holy Ghost. It's just that simple. And it reverberated back into my mind. If you could come to me as a little child. Amen. It's just that simple. If you could just come to me. If you could get all of the muddled things out of your mind. Oh, but you don't know how many times I've been hurt. But you don't know what a healer my God is. You don't know how many times I've been discouraged. But you don't know what an encourager my God is. You don't know how many times I've been let down. But you don't know how my God can pick you up. just that simple. Brother Spell, if you'd come. I fought the beast of Ephesus to be here. Airplanes wouldn't fly when they should. I got to the room. Computer wouldn't work like it should. Everything that I was preaching was working. It's just simple. You don't have to have IBM. You don't have to have a PC. All you need is me. that God, sir, would work in your family. I don't know you, but you can put my... God will work in your financial situation. In the world of your no hope, God's going to give you hope because I feel a faithfulness about you. It's just that simple. La la makata babahasataya. Who is it back here that you need a healing? Who is it back here you need a miracle? Who is it back here you need God to lift you up? 
You think, oh, I just sit back here and God doesn't care about me, but oh, it's just this simple. He don't care if you sit on the back pew or the front. He don't care if you sit in the middle. Amen. But what he does care, amen, is do you care enough to call on him? There are those gathering in the front. It's just that simple. This baby need healing. His legs. God, in your name, heal these legs. Give strength to them, Lord. I watched just a few months ago a man in Arcadia, Louisiana, as God healed his legs from a stroke. God touched this baby. God touched my little sister. In the name of Jesus, for your glory, God, heal. God, do it. Lord, tonight, God, meet every need. Touch. Completely heal. Yes. Yes! Do it, oh God. You think of uncrossable. Got any mountains you can tunnel through? My God specializes in things. Thought impossible, and he will do what no other power can do. Got any river? Got any mountains you can tunnel through? Come on, backslider, lost sinner. I got Come on, reach over and pray for somebody. Let's be apostolic tonight, have an apostolic ministry. Reach across the aisle. And he will do Pray. No other Pray. Can do. Miracle. Miracles. Healing. Any mountains you can tunnel through, my God specializes in things thought impossible.
specializes. Come on. Things thought possible. Let your faith go all over this house tonight. Let your faith go. Let's have apostolic ministry. Let's have a simple move of God. Let's have a simple outpouring. Simple healings. Simple miracles. Faith in God. Move a mighty mountain. Faith in God. And come the trouble sea. Faith can make desert like a fountain. Faith can bring the
Precious name, wonderful, marvelous, matchless name. He's my rock, a strong tower, a refuge for me. What a name, what a wonder. A name, what a name, what a precious name, wonderful counselor, matchless name, he's my rock, a strong tower. A refuge for me. Oh, what a name. What a name. What a precious name. The name Jesus shall prevail. Touch it right now in Jesus' name. He's a rock, a strong tower, a refuge for me. I run to that rock. There's a shelter for me. What a name, what a wonderful. Confess. 